Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, June 17th, 2021. The Supreme Court saves the Affordable Care Act again. We'll discuss that, plus President Biden returns to Washington to maybe some signs of life on some big-ticket domestic items, including infrastructure. And finally, if Stacey Abrams and Joe Manchin can agree on voting rights, perhaps there's a path forward for Democrats. Today, the Supreme Court dismissed a challenge to the Affordable Care Act, a decision that will leave the law intact and save health care coverage for millions of Americans. The court dismissed the case on a standing issue that the petitioners didn't have standing to bring this case to the Supreme Court. But don't let that fool you about the enormity of today's decision. President Biden issued a statement saying, quote, Today's U.S. Supreme Court decision is a major victory for all Americans benefiting from this groundbreaking and life-changing law. It is a victory for every American who, prior to the ACA, stayed up at night staring at the ceiling, wondering whether they would lose everything if they or a loved one got sick. You may also recall in 2010, when Barack Obama signed this into law, Joe Biden made his thoughts pretty well known when he called it a big effing deal. The politics of this are pretty clear. When Barack Obama passed the Affordable Care Act into law, he did so without majority support from Americans. In fact, it was a leading contributor to Barack Obama and the Democrats losing control of the House of Representatives in 2010. That's how unpopular it was. But for the third time now, the Supreme Court of the United States has kept the law in place, has kept it intact, and is making clear it's getting sort of tired of hearing the challenges to it. That would be up to Congress to get rid of the Affordable Care Act, not the Supreme Court. The law has only been growing more and more popular as more and more Americans benefit from the substance of the law and have access to health care they otherwise would not have. Congressional Democratic leaders wasted no time celebrating this as a final victory. Today's Supreme Court decision is a landmark victory uh, for Democrats' work to defend protections for people with pre-existing conditions. Let me say definitively, the Affordable Care Act has won. The Supreme Court has just ruled the ACA is here to stay. The top three Republicans in the House of Representatives, McCarthy, Scalise, and Stefanik, issued a joint statement saying, quote, While the Supreme Court ruled today that states do not have standing to challenge the individual mandate, the ruling does not change the fact that Obamacare failed to meet its promises and is hurting hardworking American families. And yet, it was a 7-2 decision from this decidedly conservative Supreme Court. Justices Kavanaugh, Barrett, and, of course, Chief Justice Roberts joined with the liberals in this opinion, written by Justice Breyer. With this third decision from the court keeping the ACA in place, President Biden will clearly now pivot his focus to expanding the Affordable Care Act, enhancing it as he promised to do on the campaign trail in 2020. Now, here's what else matters today. As President Biden put the international trip he was just on, the first of his presidency in his rearview mirror, he came home to some perhaps promising news on infrastructure negotiations in the Congress. There is the potential for a bipartisan deal on infrastructure. 
Now more than 20 senators, including 11 Republicans, are on board with this proposal. A document outlining the details of this deal obtained by CNN indicates the current thinking is about $579 billion in new infrastructure spending. What to watch for now? Does Joe Biden actually embrace this deal? Because here's the problem. It's going to cause some consternation on the left of the Democratic Party. Listen to this exchange between Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and a reporter when she slams centrist Senator Joe Manchin on his refusal to commit to an additional spending package in order to get this bipartisan piece through the Congress. Do you fear that if... Once the Joe Manchins get their infrastructure bill, that 50th vote won't be there. Yeah, that is that is absolutely the concern that if we just pass this kind of bipartisan package on just a wish and a dream, are they just going to cut and run? Because the bipartisan bill alone is not an acceptable infrastructure package for this country. He said that he would not commit to reconciliation. Then I won't commit to this deal. What's been clear since day one of the Biden presidency, he wants a bipartisan legislative victory. He wants to prove that the two parties can still work together. So he is extremely eager to see if he can make this work and bring most of his party along and still have a chance at pushing through a Democratic-only bill that would take care of all the other initiatives in his American Families Plan and the American Jobs Plan that aren't part of this traditional infrastructure package. But watch carefully here. Bernie Sanders is already talking about putting forth a $6 trillion reconciliation bill for all the other pieces not in this bipartisan deal. And moderate Democrats are already buckling at that and saying that price tag seems way too high. So there is a lot of negotiating to do, but there is a clear prospect for a potential bipartisan infrastructure deal. And finally today... It's not just infrastructure where there may be an opening for Democrats to achieve a legislative success. Joe Manchin put forth his proposal for what he could support when it comes to voting rights. He put out some paper on this yesterday, and it clearly pulls from both Republican and Democratic initiatives around voting rights. For instance, he is committed to getting rid of partisan gerrymandering, but he's also in support of voter ID, something Republicans have said they wanted to see. He is not on board with the For the People Act that passed the House and that Chuck Schumer is soon going to bring up for a vote in the Senate. But he is trying to put forth a roadmap for what kind of voting rights legislation he could sign on with. And his proposal got very welcome support by Stacey Abrams, the leading Democrat on the issue of voting rights, giving an enormous amount of political cover for Manchin's proposal. Here she was on New Day this morning on CNN. Those provisions that he is setting forth are strong ones that will create a level playing field, will create standards that do not vary from state to state, and I think will ensure that every American has improved access to the right to vote despite the onslaught of state legislation seeking to restrict access to the right to vote. Nancy Pelosi also signaled that Manchin's proposal could be a moment of optimism in trying to see something get through on voting rights. But here's the rub. Voting rights can't be done on reconciliation. So even if Manchin puts forth what he thinks is a compromise proposal, and even if it has the backing of Stacey Abrams and Speaker Pelosi and all the Democrats, 10 Republicans still need to come on board because Manchin's made clear he's not willing to get rid of the filibuster. 
And right now, we have not heard any Republicans on board with Manchin's proposal. In fact, Mitch McConnell made certain to go before cameras today to indicate he does not support that proposal. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.